0: Welcome back to the Outspeed Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zuccardi. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the 10 things you can integrate into your quarantine routine. These are my top 10 things that I have integrated into my routine so that I can stay sane, and still be productive during this time. Now more than ever, we really have to take care of our physical selves and our emotional selves. And of course, we're gonna have that desire and that urge to get stuff done, whether it's in our music career or just general personal day-to-day decluttering or planning or having fun, those kinds of things. So let's dive right in. Number one, and these are in no particular order, but number one is a gratitude practice. With everything going on, it's really easy to get bogged down in the negative and the things that are going wrong and the things that could go wrong, right? And the fear. And so, a gratitude practice, which I always describe and and share with people, is Something that could be very, very simple, and it's up to you how you want to integrate it into your life, but it could be as simple as waking up and simply saying to yourself three things you're grateful for before you get out of it. It could be a little bit more extensive. Maybe you journal 10 things you're grateful for and you go a little bit more in depth about it. Um, Maybe you put it on Instagram, right? It doesn't matter. There is absolutely no right or wrong way to do this. But the idea is that you are taking a few moments each day to get in touch with with what you are grateful for. Now, this is really important because it's going to draw your attention to the good things that are going on. It's going to take a moment to not be thinking about that fear, to not be thinking about the things that are going wrong, but instead to remind ourselves that there is a lot of good happening in this world. And even if something isn't quite going our way, or even if this whole pandemic is not exactly what we would consider something to be grateful for, There's a lot of things within it that we can still hold in gratitude and we can focus on and and put our intention towards throughout the day. It really changes the way you look at things and the way you show up when you come from a place of gratitude instead of a place of fear. So that's a quick little practice, but it's going to make a really big difference. I also find that gratitude practice helps me significantly with anxiety. If I'm feeling really anxious about something, it's really nice to take a minute to take a few deep breaths, and then to name three things that I'm grateful for. And I I like to do it too, naming three things that I'm grateful for that are around me. So once I was on a plane, and I was feeling particularly anxious for no reason, really, I couldn't really pinpoint why. But I just was feeling kind of anxious. And I took a deep breath. And I said, Okay, what am I grateful, grateful for in this moment, my sister was next to me, she was wearing this like big bright orange sweat post malone sweatshirt i was like i am grateful for her and her highlighter sweatshirt that makes me laugh i was grateful that i had some yummy snacks on the plane with me and i was grateful for where i was going and and the support that i had around me and everyone that i was going to be spending the next few days with so do what you can to you know, use it both daily as well as in moments of acute stress or anxiety as a tool to tap into what you are grateful for and don't be afraid to really get specific and look around you and see what you can pull from in your immediate environment. All right, so number two is community slash communication time. So what I mean by this is spending time with your community or communicating with people that you love basically goes hand in hand. Whether it's friends, family, whether it's your music community, um, or just simply DMing people on Instagram, you know your your fans, your Instagram community, whoever it is, make sure that you have some time carved out in your day to spend connecting with community and really communicating with people, talking with people, sharing, having that connection. So community and connection are the biggest things that we want to focus on. And I wanna stress here, If you listened to last week's episode, then you'll know too that I was talking about, I don't really want to get on that Zoom call, you know, I don't want to overdo it with FaceTime. And I still stand by that. What's really important when I talk about this is setting your energetic boundaries and getting clear on how much works for you. If you are an extrovert or you're someone who really, really thrives off of connection and conversation and community and things like that, maybe that's more of a daily Thing that you want to implement you want to make sure that you're hitting sort of like a daily baseline of I talk to someone for like one hour each day and that makes me feel really filled up if you're an introvert or if you're just feeling a little bit more drained during this time and you want to um, spend a little bit more of your energy looking within and taking care of yourself as opposed to doing too much communication I still think it's really important to have in your routine Um, even if it feels like you don't totally want to go there, but just honor your energetic limits. So if you're an introvert and you're thinking like, I have been waiting for this. I don't have to talk to anyone. I could totally like hermit inside of my house for weeks and weeks. That is all well and good. I still though recommend making sure that at least once a week you are having some time for community. And this is important because Otherwise, it gets really lonely and otherwise we can start to get more anxious and spiral out into those negative thoughts because we don't have anyone else who we're sharing that energy, we're sharing that love with, or we're feeling connected to. We want to make sure that we're feeling connected to the people around us because we're all going through this human experience together and even though we're apart, none of us are alone. We are not alone. So, integrating some sort of community and connection practice into your routine, whether it's daily or weekly, is going to be really important during this time. Now, if you're looking for something to do this week, today, I'm actually hosting an event called Unwind with Katie for the music community, and this event is going to be basically a virtual hangout with me. I'm going to do a live meditation, I'm going to do a training, and then the rest of it's really going to be Q&A, where you can ask me for support, questions, anything you have going on that you want answered, whether it's around wellness, mindset, mental health, or strategy music-wise, you know, how do I set myself up for success during this time, whatever it is, you'll have the opportunity to ask me questions and I'm going to open it up so that the community can also support you so that everyone on that call can support each other and be supported by each other I want to make this an event for people to really take a moment be able to unwind relax a little bit and feel that community support so that's happening tonight to sign up to grab your spot and join us head to bit.ly slash unwind with katie all lowercase unwind with Katie and the link will be in the description of this episode as well okay so moving on to number three number three is generosity now I know that right now you might be thinking I want to be generous but I don't really know how like I don't have a lot of money to spare I don't really have the ability to see people so what can I do I hear you and I'm going to encourage you to think outside of the box here. What can you do virtually to help someone? If you do have a little bit of money, can you send them something from Amazon or like a gift card to their favorite store or something? Can you send them flowers? I don't even know if flowers are delivering right now, but you get the idea. Can you drop something off that you made, that you created? And we'll talk a little bit more about creativity, but let's say that you crafted something up. Can you drop that off at their house? Can you send them a... Text message that's just... Really nice and expresses your gratitude for them. You know, what can you do? So it doesn't have to be a lot, but I love the idea of implementing something weekly or even daily if you can to support those around you. A small gesture is all it takes. It does not have to cost a lot of time or a lot of money, but a small gesture that shows that you are sending love and gratitude towards someone else, whether they're someone who might be suffering from the coronavirus or has family members who are and needs a little extra support or Someone who simply is just in quarantine like the rest of us, hanging in, holding holding tight there, you know, it doesn't really matter. It could be anyone and it could be everyone. It should be everyone. We all need that support right now and this is going to help really tighten those connections and that community in this time so ask yourself how can you be generous right now how can you really show someone that you are there to support them whether it's generous with love generous with time generous with a gift or whatever it might be how can you help out your community and how can you really show people that you are there for them right now number four is moving a little bit more into the health sphere of things and talking about daily movement so four is daily movement whether that's yoga a walk Pilates, you know, P90X, that's what my family's been doing. Not me, but my siblings. (laughs) And I do yoga. Maybe you have a treadmill. I have a rebounder too, so I will jump on my rebounder and I'll do some singing too while I'm on the rebounder, which is so good for your lungs. Whatever activity you like, maybe you have a dog so you can get out and walk your dog or go for a run or something. Whatever activity you like, implement it and Keep up with it, especially because we're all in our houses. It's important to get out there. Now, if you can't get outside because of, you know, where you are in particular circumstances you might be under, what can you do in your house? I love Yoga with Adrian for online yoga. My yoga studio called Yogi Life... Um, in New York, Takahoe, New York. They're actually doing this really insane promo for virtual classes. So if you are somewhat in the New York area, or honestly, if you're not, you could still take advantage of these virtual classes. You can go to their Instagram at yogi. Y O G I underscore life L I F E for more information on that. But there's just a couple of resources I love for keeping up with my yoga routine. Like I said, if you can get a rebounder or you have like a little trampoline right now, that's a great one. I love. There's plenty of Pilates videos. I know I used to do blog Pilates back in the day on YouTube. So so many options. Plus, I know I have a lot of friends who are online fitness coaches and can give you at home fitness routines. So. If that's something that you want, where you want accountability and you want someone who's just giving you a plan, reach out to me and I'll hook you up with some of my friends who do that and are amazing, amazing fitness coaches. One of the big benefits of moving that I've noticed is that it helps me sleep better and it helps me not feel super sluggish because it's easy for me to like sit in my bed and work all day, trust me. But then I don't sleep as well and then I feel tired and I just feel like gross. And there's really no need for that. So I think that not only do I feel stronger, not only does yoga help me center my mind and my body and supports my immune system, but it just helps me feel better all around. And I'm talking like I'm doing like 20 minutes to 30 minutes of yoga a day. It's not taking up a huge chunk of my day, but it's still making a really big difference. So figure out what you like, how you like to move and what would work best for you during this time, whether you need accountability or you can stay accountable yourself. And then start to implement that into your routine. And like I said, if you need extra resources, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi. I can hook you up with a fitness coach to support you during this time and get you really going, having that momentum and feeling good. All right, so next up for number five, we're talking about getting some health staples integrated into your routine and immune boosting activities. So this might mean supplements. I am obviously not a medical doctor, but from my own experience, what I've been taking to up my immunity during this time is some extra zinc, vitamin C. I have been doing, well, I do every day a vitamin shake from Equilibrium Nutrition, their daily nutritional support shake. So I do that every day, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and omegas. So that's what I've really integrated into my routine. Now, Dr. Stephen Cabral, who owns Equilibrium Nutrition, which is where I get all of my supplements from or a lot of my supplements from, he has a website page dedicated to updates on the coronavirus as well as the supplements and things he recommends during this time to boost your immunity. So you can head to stephencabral.com slash virus for all of his information and a of course, I'll put that link in the show notes as well so that you can check it out. I've also been just taking some immune support tea. Organic Olivia has uh, some great tea that you can just make with stuff that's in your kitchen right now, which is super awesome. So she's on Instagram at organic underscore Olivia. And there you'll see in her highlights how to make that immune support tea. And how to really just support your body through that. It's like orange peels and ginger and a few other things that you probably have um, in your kitchen, which is really fun. I made it. It was tasty. So the last thing that I would mention is also seeing how you can maybe eat a little bit healthier. And now I don't say this in a way of like trying to shame anybody or put any guilt or judgment on yourself. I don't want you to approach it from this lens. I just want you to simply ask yourself, do I feel energized and good with the foods that I'm eating? If the answer is yes, freaking awesome. If the answer is no, what swaps can you make or what can you add into your routine to really boost that? Like For instance, can you do a smoothie or add a little bit more water into your day so that you're feeling really hydrated? Can you add more vegetables to your plate so that you're eating a little bit more veggies and really getting that nutrition that you need. Now it's really, again, really important to protect our health, support our immune system, and the food that we eat, the food we put into our body is going to really impact that. So just simply making either simple swaps, like for instance, I love to bake, but using healthier recipes. um, And when I say healthier, I mean what works for me. So I don't really do a lot of dairy. I don't really do a lot of I don't do any gluten, actually. So I'm really baking gluten-free and vegan or paleo. So I might bake with eggs, but I'm not doing like a stick of butter and a cup of milk or whatever in my baked goods. No shame to that. Absolutely none at all. But it makes me feel better when I use um, ingredients that I feel like are supporting my body a little bit more or at least just not doing as much damage to my body. So I love the food bloggers, Erin Lives Whole. Erin Lives Whole, she has great recipes. Rachel Mansfield also has great recipes. And Rachel Good Eats. I'll put all their links in the show notes as well. But those are my three go-tos for recipes, um, especially for... Yummy desserts and baked goods, and they'll bake with things like almond flour or oats and fruits, maple syrup and coconut sugar instead of processed sugar. Um, you know, almond milk, coconut milk instead of dairy, coconut oil instead of butter, like stuff like that. But it, I made this delicious vegan banana bread that had really, really good ingredients. Like, I just feel good about the ingredients that are going into it, and it's so good. It tastes so good still. And it satisfies my like, I need a baked good or I feel like baking right now because it makes me um, feel creative and helps me reduce stress. Like whatever it is, I feel good about making it and I feel good about eating it. So check those out and see if you can make swaps for healthier ingredients or add more in to get more water and to get more veggies and um, nutrients into your day-to-day meals. Moving on to number six. Number six is positive podcasts and or books. So this means adding in some time to listen to an uplifting or positive high vibe podcast. Congrats. If you're already here, you are a step into that. You are you are doing good (laughs) and or books into your routine. I personally love to listen to podcasts in the morning. Um, I'm not really driving anymore because I don't have anywhere to go, but I used to listen to them a lot in the car. Or I'll listen to them like while I'm cleaning or folding laundry or doing the dishes or baking or something like that. Or doing a puzzle, which I've been loving doing lately. So that's when I'll listen to podcasts and I love to just get like a quick podcast in and learn, use it for personal development and help myself be able to be surrounded virtually via podcast by people who help me raise my vibration. Some of my recommended podcasts that I listen to are the And She Rises podcast by Amanda Francis. Amanda Francis is like an expert on money and manifestation. My coach, Chloe Lee also has a podcast around money called The Deeper Than Money podcast and For the Love of Money by Chris Harder on the theme of money. Those are three really great podcasts um, that not only talk about money, but also help you kind of up level right now. The Highest Self podcast by Sahara Rose is a really great one for anybody who's doing that like personal development work really working on kind of learning more about the spiritual side of things it's a little bit more woo woo than some of the other podcasts I listen to probably the most um but it's really good over it and on with it with Christine Hassler is an Excellent podcast, super, super good for anyone who's curious, again, about that personal development coaching um, world, and you get to see hear her coach people in real time, as well as hear from guests talking about um, things around the coronavirus and how we can cope and grow and heal ourselves. The Cabral Concept is a great podcast as well for health. I mentioned Steven Cabral earlier. He has a great podcast for all things health, for all things getting to support your body and your mind more. So that's a really fun one. Obviously, the Out to Be podcast by myself, which you already listened to because you're listening to it right now. And one of my other favorites is the Skinny Confidential podcast, which is just like fun interviews with interesting people. So, a lot of times they talk about people in the health and wellness world, people in the personal development, but it's also just interesting people who are doing really cool things. Entrepreneurs, comedians, whatever it might be. And so it's really entertaining and you also often learn a lot. So, those are my favorite podcasts. For books, I am reading the Outlander series before bed because I love a good fiction book that's gonna be entertaining for me and get me away from technology for a little bit before bed. And right now I'm also reading Expectation Hangover by Christine Hassler. Some other books that I frequently recommend to my clients would be You Are a Badass, You Are a Badass at Making Money. Those are two books by Jen Sincero. The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Unleash Your Inner Money Babe, which is a workbook by Catherine Zeneca, if you do want to do some money work right now. And The Rain Barrel Effect by Dr. Stephen Cabral, talking all about our health and how toxins pile up and how we can support ourselves. So those are some book recommendations, but obviously go with what feels good to you. The idea is that you are supporting yourself with high vibe things whether you're learning or whether you're just feeling good and laughing that's what's most important we want to keep it positive and we want to keep it light okay so number seven is a creative hobby or something fun for you and your mind that's not electronics or tv so I'm talking whether it's Playing guitar or learning a new instrument, I tend to stray away from saying like, play guitar or do this because I know sometimes as musicians, we can take that as like work. So as long as it's not work and as long as it's just like truly fun, that works. Um, Painting, drawing, doing a puzzle, that's my new favorite thing to do. Whatever it might be that is getting creative, that's allowing you to kind of use your brain and focus in and not just be vegging out on the TV. Now, I love a good TV session, okay? I'm not hating on that, but I think it's really important to integrate into your routine during this time something that is a little bit different than your normal work and that's different from like watching TV or scrolling on your phone. Basically, a hobby, something that you can do at home, something that makes you feel good and that excites you. With that, number eight is having dedicated time away from All electronics. Now, this might make me unpopular, but I really think that right now we are scrolling so much. And I say we because I know it's me too. Like I am included in this. I am addicted to TikTok. I'm engaging with you guys on Instagram all the time we're on our phones and our computers and we're working off of zoom and email if you didn't before you're definitely doing it now so we are spending so much of our day on electronics and not necessarily communicating with people or taking time to like decompress away from that we finish work and then we scroll on instagram so see if you can implement an hour of your day maybe it's during your lunch break maybe it's before bed or maybe both where you are taking space away from electronics and you're allowing your brain especially in the evening to like relax for your cortisol to drop for you to not be getting that like stimulation and, and light from your phone and really just connect with your body, connect with your mind. Now, obviously, um, and this was going to go for number nine and number 10 as well, but Your no electronic time could be you doing any of the other things that we've already mentioned, right? Your no electronic time could be you doing your gratitude practice, doing your physical activity, um, you know, reading a book, doing your creative thing. So it's not like all separate from each other, but taking some time to be dedicated away from electronics is going to be really, really powerful. Now that leads to number nine and number 10. Number nine is having a morning Anchor. And number 10 is having an evening anchor. Now, what I mean by that is essentially having something that you do when you wake up and when you go to bed that helps ground you and helps relax you. Essentially, it's like having a morning and evening routine, but I don't want to put that much pressure on you if you feel like having a huge routine right now is just not serving you. Maybe it's just one activity. And honestly, one activity kind of means you have a routine, right? That's good enough to create a routine. So having one activity that really anchors you. So again, this activity could be anything that we've already mentioned. It could be a gratitude practice. It could be you wake up and you do gratitude and that's basically your morning anchor, your morning routine. It could be in the evening that you read a book. That's what I do. And you take, you know, an hour before bed, you turn off your phone, you get in bed, you read a book, you have some tea, whatever it is. Essentially, they're things that help you stay really grounded, that help support you and make you feel good during this time and reduce stress. Now, it could be any of these things, or it could be something else like meditation or journaling. It doesn't matter. But finding an anchor for the morning and evening is going to be really beneficial to bookending your day, starting you off on a good note, ending you on a relaxing note, and helping you make sure that you do have wellness in your routine every day. And you have that support in your routine every day. So that just about wraps up my 10 suggestions for things that you should implement into your quarantine routine. Tag me on Instagram at Katie Zuccardi at Podcast. Let us know which of these you already do and which of these you're going to start implementing into your quarantine routine. And a final reminder that tonight we are having our Unwind with Katie virtual hangout session. So go sign up and grab your spot at bit.ly slash unwindwithkatie. That's all for me for this week. Next week, I will see you and we're going to kick off our Mental Health Awareness Month series where I'm going to be talking to a bunch of women in music who have written and released a song around their journey through mental health and especially their journey through coping with this... um, quarantine and COVID-19 pandemic. So it's going to be such a fun month in May. I have so many epic podcasts planned for the next two months. I am so, so excited for it. So I'm going to leave you with the suspense. Come hang out with us tonight at our Unwind with Katie live hangout. And otherwise, I will talk to you all next week.